Welcome to Conversations with the Card Reader, the official podcast for the House of Divina. I'm so glad you're here. Grab your favorite beverage and take a seat. Let me talk with you for a while. So the other day I was listening to music like I sometimes do, and an old song came on by this woman called Betty White. It was a legendary song called Tonight's the Night, and it talks about her very first time. And so this is a new venture for me. And I thought to kind of open things up and start off with clear transparency uh, and vulnerability that I would have my very first episode talk about my first time. So when somebody is doing something for the very first time, it makes them feel a little bit uncomfortable. Uh, There is a feeling of vulnerability and self-consciousness and there can sometimes be a thought about what is that other person thinking about me. I remember my first time when I was by myself, but I also remember my very first time when I was with somebody else. And the very first time I was by myself, it was interesting because I'm thinking maybe I shouldn't be doing this. I wonder what people would think if they knew what I was doing. So even though I was by myself my first time, uh, there was some hesitancy, some me wondering, you know, how how should I go about doing this? And then as I was in the process of it, I found myself kind of evaluating my feelings about how I was feeling as I was experiencing my first time by myself. And some of that happened when I had my first time with somebody else, too. That same I don't even know if I want to call it an insecurity, but me wondering, well, what is this person thinking about me? And as we were in the act, I was, I found myself thinking about how I was feeling about what was happening. And there is some vulnerability that comes along with giving yourself in some ways to a person in that way. For those of you who are new to this podcast, welcome to uh, Conversations with the Card Reader, the official podcast for the House of Divina. And as I talk about first times, what I'm talking about is my first time with tarot, my first time reading cards by myself, and then the first time I ever had a card reading with somebody else. And so because I remember my first time, it makes me mindful and ever present when someone is sitting in front of me and having their card reading for the very first time. I remember the first time I sat with a card reader. One of the questions that I asked her, because I'm quite the practical person, is do you use this tool for yourself? How does this work in your own life? Is this a tool for entertainment for you or is it a tool for living your life more strategically? Uh, That phrase, living your life more strategically, uh, would come into play as I continue to read the cards for myself and other people for many years to come. Uh, Sitting there in front of her, uh, she did take a moment before she started the timer to share with me her use of the cards and to answer some of the questions that I had about how the cards worked. As a querent on the other side, getting a read from somebody else from a different card reader. 
And so then we began to sit and talk a little bit. I told her why I was there, what I was looking for, what I needed from the cards. And she did. We went ahead. We went through the reading. And from there, yeah, I was assured that the readings that I had been doing for myself prior to coming to her were definitely in line with uh, what would come of a trained reader. I had been reading for myself for a number of years, and I just didn't have any readers available in my area. Uh, Back then, being a tarot card reader was not something that was um, all the rage. It was not something that society deemed the norm or an acceptable means for looking for insight about something differently. And so card readers were closeted for the most part, and especially in my area. And so it took some searching to come to find somebody who would read in public. Now, as I began to read for other people, obviously, uh, I came across people who, for them, it was also their first time. And anytime somebody has their first time, some of the things that you tend to hear is, I've never done this before. I've never done it this way before. This is my first time. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to ask. Can I say that? And then you also get the emotion that comes with it as things begin to unravel in the tarot card reading, especially, especially when somebody says, oh, you know, I just want a general card reading. And for anybody who's ever read cards, as a way of living, if it's a lifestyle for you, you know that that I'm just here for a general reading is really a loaded question. And when you do that, you open yourself up to the divine to answer what's really going on in your soul. And so those readings for me tend to sometimes get some of the biggest reactions uh, because the information that's coming through, it tends to be quite intimate. And it's just the divine's way of letting people know, hey, listen, I hear you. I've been hearing you and I've been uh, reaching out and communicating with you, but you're not hearing me. And I want you to know that I love you and I'm here for you and I'm, I'm providing you with answers. And since you've opened yourself up to receive answers differently, I'm going to come through for you in a different way, big time. I have had people literally get up from my table and say, you are freaking me out. Or uh, I've had I've had one person get up and just say, you know what? Uh, uh-uh. nope. I'm done. We're not doing this. And I remember one of my clients. She was new. She was new to to me and my reading style. And she sat down and it, it, she wanted a general reading. And she's just like, I said, does any of this make sense? And she kept shaking her head, saying, No, nope, nope, nope. Uh, it was not 24 hours before she sent me a text message saying, I'm sorry that I kept telling you no, that none of that was true. She said, but it was just so true that it made me uncomfortable. I felt exposed and embarrassed all at the same time. And she would come back to me on a regular basis. And yeah, so, so I've said before, I said it in my trailer, tarot card readings can be as intimate as sex on an emotional, mental, and energetic level. And sometimes people just are not ready for that. They're not, they're not sure what to expect when they sit down at my table. Our culture has made metaphysical engagement and divination into a joke in many instances. And so people aren't sure when they come to sit with me 
if what they're going to get is an entertaining reading or if they're going to get something that's true and something that resonates. And so because of that, I understand and I take my time and talk with people about what it is that they want, what it is that they're looking for. And I hesitate to set the expectation because I operate very much like a telephone does. I'm not the messenger. The information is coming from the divine. It is up to me to be a better, I don't know, interpreter, kind of like when uh, you've got computer code, somebody enters something in, if they don't enter the query in the right way, then it can come out all garbled. But the determination, the information that's shared is not necessarily up to me. That's what the divine has to say to the person, the querent who is there sitting and listening and learning. There was another time where I had a first. And when I talk about first, uh, this one was pretty eye-opening for me and for the querent. And that first for me also started me on a different trajectory in how I would operate my business. So without naming names, because I did say that I was not going to put anybody um, out here. Uh, and to be clear, this happened uh, over a decade ago. And this person is no longer a teenager, but now a grown woman with who's married and with children. But anyway, uh, she came to me. We were at, I was uh, at an event. I was hosting an event where I was reading. Um, for those of you who have been with me since I was under the moniker Tarot with Tony, um, I used to do tarot card readings at events and whether it was festivals, bridal showers, fairs, private parties, whatever. And so at this particular one, I uh, was at this event exposing people to the tool of tarot and how it could be a, an effective tool to help people live their lives more strategically. There's that phrase again. And uh, a big part of what I do is to educate people and help them find their own voice. And so this young person came with her mother and asked if she could have a tarot reading. And of course, I said, sure, because again, the purpose of me being at this event was to educate people. And so she sits down and I said, well, what do you want to talk about? And she said, well, I've got some decisions to make. Um, you know, I'm trying to figure out what to do, but I'm just going to ask for a general reading. In my head, I hear, you know, the music to you know, these shows, it's like, dun, 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 like, here it comes. <laughs> so I am flipping the cards over and I'm like, wow, it looks like you've got, you know, a couple of options here. And so as we begin to talk and I'm looking at the cards, I hear information because I'm also clear audience. I hear some information that comes through and I'm like, oh, well, then there's that. And so I looked at her. And I looked at her mom and I said very uh, transparently to her, do you really want to have this conversation right now in front of your mom or would you like to have this conversation alone? And she looked at me, eyes wide open, and then she looked at her mom and I looked at the mom and I said, how comfortable are you allowing your daughter to have a conversation with me alone? And she said, I'm fine. Now, we were out in an open space, and so the phraseology alone was a fluid meaning. But in as private as I could give her, what came out in that reading was that she wasn't necessarily thinking about which college to go to. The two decisions that she had to make were not about colleges at all. The decision was 
do I give my virginity to this boy before he graduates and goes off to college? Or do I keep myself to myself and hold on to the virtues that I've been taught? And so it was a decision that ultimately once she needed to make, and I shared with her the insight that came through for the cards. I don't know if she followed that because I did not follow up with her, but it's just, it just goes to show you that even for your first time, conversations about your first time can come up and the cards can give you insight, strategic insight about how to live your life more strategically in a way that is for the good of all that's involved. And it helped a young person understand that tarot can be used for real life situations. It's not necessarily just an entertainment tool. A couple of things that I got from my first time with that was one, I would not read for anybody under the age of 18 again. And that is something that I carry through even to this day. Uh, sometimes the information that comes through in a tarot card, read, I never know what the divine is going to say. So sometimes the information that comes through in these tarot card readings can be quite intimate. Some conversations are probably best had with a child's parent as opposed to a tarot card reader. And the other thing that I got is from that experience is I needed to start getting people's contact information so that I could follow up with them and see if they're they had any other questions or if there was something else that I could support them with, any resources that I could provide for them. So that said, uh, I appreciate you all joining me on this episode of Conversations with a Card Reader. I started this podcast uh, because a lot of my clients would tell me, hey, sometimes when I'm not with you, I can hear the wisdom that you've shared with me through my tarot card readings, and I hear your voice in my head, and sometimes I wish I could just hang out with you and talk with you. And so this is my way to allow them to be able to do that. It's also my way to allow you to get insight about how powerful, how impactful, how useful card reading with a real card reader about your specific issue, as opposed to you listening to a general card reading online, can really help you to accomplish your goals and do better. So that is the kind of stuff that we will be talking about on this podcast, Conversations with a Card Reader, the official podcast for the House of Divina. And if this sounds like something that you are interested in being a part of, if this sounds like some conversations that you would be interested in listening to, I encourage you to subscribe to this podcast and download the episodes. I will be recording uh, every Monday and, uh, and having those published for you every Monday. You'll be able to find me on all of my social media as The House of Davina. So I'm on Instagram right now. I'm on TikTok. Uh, you can go to my website, thehouseofdivina.com. And there's uh, free resources for you there. I am also in a, a storefront, a brick and mortar, uh, where I host private readings as well as host events. So if you want a one-on-one -on -one card reading with me, either in person or if you're not in the Illinois area, you want to do that by Zoom, we can certainly do that. You can book your one-on-one uh, -on -one reading session with me online at my website. Again, that's thehouseofdivina.com, T-H-E-H-O-U-S-E-D-I-V-I-N-A.com. So that's thehouseofdivina, T-H-E. 
H-O-U-S-E-D-I-V-I-N-A.com. Thanks so much for joining me. And until next time, have a great day. Thank you so much for coming over to my house. If you enjoyed this episode of Conversations with the Card Reader, please subscribe and download the podcast so you're notified when the next episode airs. You can find me on all social media as The House of Davina. Oh, and next time, bring a friend who needs a friend. 